Where, oh, where have my backlogs gone? I, I got nothing. I was, that's all the Eddie Vedder I can uh, summon up. I was going to go like, I was going to really go for it, but mm-hmm. I just, I, I couldn't, dude. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't keep it. You never straight, go full Eddie Vedder. <laughs> you never go full Eddie Vedder. Hey, everybody. Uh, it's Nate. Welcome to not a bite sized, but a full length backlog breakdown. With me is the one, the only, the indomitable Josh Broccolo. Indom- like a snowman. No, that's abominable, but it's close. <laughs> we don't get snow yeah, in Texas, close. at least not in Austin. We uh, we have already gotten some and then Ooh. lost some and then got some and lost it. Okay. So it's it rained like all day today. Oh, nice. It's supposed to drop like 30 degrees tonight here. My wife showed me that while we were eating dinner. And and it's gonna rain all day tomorrow, so it's like 40s and raining. Just like what just happened? Because today was like kind of muggy, high 70s. Oh yuck! Low 80s. Well, I had the day off so. today. Well, so props I, to I you. just sort of stayed inside. I stayed inside like all day, and played Persona Five <laughs> while I did stuff around the house. But more on that later. Uh, <laughs> so. Well, how you been, Josh? What's what's new? What's what's crackalacking? How was ye old th- thine old Thanksgiving? It was good. Um, yeah, th- it wasn't too. There wasn't a ton of pomp and circumstance this year um, because of something that happened. My my younger sister actually got married this past weekend. Oh, so, um, neat. yeah, it was it, that was kind of the big thing. So so Thanksgiving. I mean, we still did. So both my in-laws and my parents live in town. So for big holidays, um, we usually stay in town and do just double holidays. So we still did the double Thanksgiving mm. meal and having young kids. Did you wear sweatpants all day? No, no, I did, I did not. I, I would have. I, well, I was going to say I probably should have. I definitely, you know, you always try and pace yourself. But at the first <laughs> Thanksgiving that we did, they fried the turkey. And oh. oh my goodness, I think it was the best turkey I've ever eaten. Like, and I, and I and I like turkey. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, like smoked turkey is absolutely fantastic. Um, but it was just it was super juicy, and it was um, nice and salty. You know, I I don't know if how long it had been. You know, I don't know if marinating or whatever. I don't know. I've never cooked a turkey turkey before, but it was absolutely fantastic and even though i told myself i wasn't gonna do you know seconds because i was gonna eat another thanksgiving meal in like three hours you did seconds. yeah i did seconds and it was good and it was good and it was good <laughs> um but no sweatpants because we were also taking family pictures that day uh so that probably would have been a little out of place with the sweatpants but well, you know, I not to give away too many of my trade secrets. I actually <gasps> only buy uh, a certain type of pant, and I buy them from Walmart. Okay, so yeah, take that, corporate America. Actually, lots of people are making them like that, but like there's like like jeans and like sort of like dress khaki, like uh, dressier mm-hmm. like khakis, but they have like five percent uh, nylon in them or something or spandex or something. Like so, okay. they they're like. They got like a little bit of play and stretch. Yeah, man, nice. It's, it's awesome. So like they're they're kind of like 
stretchy pants. Sometimes <laughs> when you're an adult, Chancho, Make you like it. to wear <laughs> stretchy pants in your room. Uh, so like five percent <laughs> spandex. So you feel like five percent of a superhero. Like, yeah, uh, I, I well, yeah, pretty much. I mean, five percent's generous. Um. <laughs> well, like a superhero, like you know, Spider Man in Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, that's what it's called. Um, no, but anyways. Uh, so yeah, Thanksgiving was fun. It was a good time. Got together with family, and it was it's that's always fun. Um yeah it's 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 definitely thrown me off more you know just because i like to have my routine we've talked about habitica we've talked about all these things and we'll talk about it a little bit more when we get into the report um Mm -hmm. but i just have not been able to kind of like get back on because the past few weeks have been so weird because like you know we've talked about how our work can be seasonal uh, and the Christmas season is, is a heavy time for both of us in mm-hmm. our, our, um, respective places of employment. And so it, for something like Thanksgiving, like it was great to have, you know, basically like half the week off. Um, at the same time, my job is not such that, how do I put this? Uh, because I am the only person in my role, um, Short weeks like that means that I have to cram more work into the time that I'm there as opposed to yeah. like doing other things. So um, so even though it was great to have time off and, and spend it with family, it also made for like a more busy kind of stressful time that I was at work because you have to fit, you know, five days worth of work in, into three, you know, something like that. Yeah. So. And there's and there's only so much that you can do in in a time span period, right? Yeah, exactly. So so, so some stuff gets dropped, and then also with like other staff members being gone, communication is not that great <laughs> when you're planning a service. Um, yeah, it's it's it stuff can uh, you know if it's not communicated well in advance and you're off all week, it's just yeah, it, it can make things kind of weird. So, um, not to complain, I love my job, um, but yeah, it's just, and so after that, so then this past weekend was my sister's wedding and it was, it was awesome. We had a great time. Uh, We had a bunch of family come in from out of town. So like it was, that was, the wedding was on Friday, Thursday night was the rehearsal dinner, um, Friday morning, the, the, um, matrons of honor, whatever the, the bridal party, that's what they're called, did like a brunch and my wife was a part of that. So that was kind of all day. And then Saturday, the groom side of the family had people over for a brunch. And then my parents had people over for a dinner. So it was just like all weekend long. It was, it was like a biblical celebration where, you know, they feast for multiple days. Um, Mm. that was kind of how this felt. Um, that's my kind of party. It's, it is great. Like it was, it's so much fun just to, just to hang out, have a good time. Um, but Again, it's just okay. So the, there's there's two wild cards. There's the fact that I have young kids, <laughs> and so uh-huh. they they didn't nap very much. Um, and then the other fact that uh, I'm also in school, and school doesn't take a break. Ooh. Just you know, even though there are holidays, um, so it was like cramming that stuff into the into the bits of the week that I could. Um, that made the other times stressful. So. All of that has kind of combined into like 
Yeah, my normal like routine habit things have just all fall fallen by the wayside. And I haven't, you know, gotten any chastisement from you guys. But I'm sure you noticed I haven't logged into Habitica in a, in quite a while just because I'm like, oh yeah, no, I haven't done hardly any of that and I need to go to bed. Um so It's yeah. all right. We'll berate you later. Yes. Paul will mock you. Uh-huh. That's 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 okay. I deserve it. I he has he ha- I'm pretty sure he has a spiritual gift of mockery. <laughs> it's good. But um what's it like a beneficial, encouraging mockery. You know, it's a way to, yeah. to, to get you. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. No, he's he, it's it's um yeah. It's, it's dude, don't sweat it, man. It is what it is. I can't wait oh. till he wins that twenty five dollar gift card. That's gonna be hilarious. Nah. Uh, I might I might have to rig the <laughs> rig the poll. Uh rig rig the contest so that that's not happening. <laughs> well, th- I mean that's you just asked how I was doing and I went on that huge yeah, tirade no, no. because I'm good at being bad at brevity. So how are you doing, Nate? How was your Thanksgiving festivities? Well, I mean, I recorded uh that bite-sized on it and so we did that's the right. thing with the family right. and uh, um, uh, just a quick recap on that. We drove out to my folks, uh, spent time with my side, spent, you know, the weekend out there and then, uh, yeah, it was good. I, I tend to not be like a seconds guy just because my plate the first time is mm-hmm. just like a heaping mound of gnarly. Um, okay. I, okay. I, I just, I, I just, I want to get it all done and out of the way right away. So Dang. I just, you know, just pile it on and my, my plate probably weighs about 20 pounds. And, uh, and then I proceed to like jam all of it in my gullet. Funny story about Thanksgiving though. Uh, I think Megan and I were still dating at the time and uh, went to one of her family's Thanksgivings and I ate like, I ate a plate and then I ate another plate and then I ate another plate <laughs> And I think I had like four helpings, and then I was laying on the store the the floor, like holding my stomach um, because I had hurt myself. <laughs> <laughs> I had eaten so much that I was causing myself like I had eaten. I had never eaten so much I had given myself a stomach ache before, but I, okay. I did that time. So, but that wasn't this last year. That was years prior. Mm-hmm. I've since learned some like, a modicum of self control since then. <laughs> just and now I just all put over it all in one plate. Yeah, <laughs> and then then yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was good. Uh, went out to my folks. I took the the PlayStation in the VR and uh, plugged mm-hmm. plugged a bunch mm-hmm. of people into that. That was fun. Uh, the kids, the kids, man, like uh, it was fun get watching them just sort of like get into it. Like uh, yeah. At the same time, like like I, I did, there was a point where I was like, "Okay, like seriously, you ask me one more time, and I'm just putting this thing away." <laughs> like, like we're I mean, we're not doing this. They're kids. Yeah, yeah, and th- there is that. So, um, but no, it was good. It was good. Uh, got to see my uh, all the nieces and nephews. So yeah. So yeah, no things have been sort of like quiet on the home front here. Uh, not a whole lot going on. It it is December and uh 
which mm-hmm. means Christmas, which means peak at the post office, which means yep. Nate goes a little bit crazier every day. And every day you see him in December, he's a little bit crazier than he was the day before. Nice. So our next episode is going to be awesome. It's just going to be me drooling and <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, more, more than usual. It's going to be a lot of like incoherent rambling and ranting more than usual. <laughs> Uh, no, no, things are, things are okay. Like, uh, you know, it's mm-hmm. peak and, uh, yeah, it's, it's a little rough this, this year. So. Nope. I feel ya. Um, so in addition, yeah, I didn't mention this earlier, but in addition to the, the family stuff with the wedding this past weekend, um, yesterday we had a Christmas program. We had like a big orchestra. We do this every year. It's called lessons and carols where you go through these carols and there are like scripture readings in between each one of them. And so it tells the story, mm-hmm. the nativity story through song and scripture. And uh, so we had that yesterday afternoon and because we didn't have uh, a regular rehearsal cause they had to rehearse for the band on Sunday. Um, I had to get there early. So I was there like a little after six and then after services, I needed to tear down the stage and set it all up for the orchestra. And then the orchestra had the rehearsal and then we had the actual performance and then um, my wife and I were a part of this other meeting immediately after that, although they did provide food, which was great. So I was there like 13, maybe 14 hours yesterday, Oof. like after the weekend. Um, and again, I love my job. I'm not, I'm not saying this to complain. It's just that like, um, it's That's been... a long day. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was. And, and then if you don't mind me just kind of venting here, um, I, I was getting ready to leave. Like I was finishing stuff up at work and I get a call from my wife and she had just picked up the kids and gone a couple blocks and had a blowout. Um, yeah. Mm. <laughs> she thought one of the tires was low and then she's like, uh, yeah, I got out of the car and it is completely shredded. So I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> So then we had to deal with that. So that's it. Was, a, it was a fun day. The, the, oh, what is a much better reaction to having a flat tire than every <laughs> single one of my reactions to flat tires has ever been. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I went, I went totally brain dead. Like you can, yeah, you can ask her. I, I literally said over the phone, um, I don't know what to do. Uh, let's see. Um, <laughs> Like, I, I don't know. Usually I keep stuff like that inside, but I was very honest and like, okay, I, I need to think. Um, my brain's not working, uh, but you're sitting I, there just like, gonna, with the kids in a parking lot. I'm just going to process this verbally for a couple minutes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It, it ended up after looking at the paperwork and stuff that was in the car. Um, it It was... How shall I put this? We should have replaced the tire a long time ago. So it it was on us. Like I didn't I didn't keep up with that stuff. I think the tire was almost ten years old. Um. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there there was very much a reason, and it wasn't like we had had like the tread didn't seem to be that bad. Which that was the thing that I was surprised at the most because I was like, how in the heck did this tire like completely get destroyed? Like what the heck happened? Like through the side of the tire, the entire side of the tire was like literally was shredded. It the, on the inside or was it the outer wall facing it was, out? It was the outside. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And there was like, no, dude. Okay. You said 10, ten years old, 10? That's like, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> so it so like the, it was the I'm car sorry. that we had gotten. Like that tire <sighs> was from the the previous owner. It was not from well, us. Was the car garage kept before you guys bought it? Yes. Like okay, so I bought a car back when I was like eighteen, nineteen. Mm-hmm. I bought a car, nineteen eighty five Toyota Corolla, five speed transmission. I, I I love that car. Nice. I I sold it because I'm an idiot. That thing was a little <laughs> tank. It was like it literally was the car that just would not die. Nice. Um, I came home from deployment. The brake lines gave out, and I was like, I can't I can't deal with this. Oof. Like I'm just getting a new car, and ever since then it's just been. Anyways, point being. The the car basically had the same tires on. The tires on it went into the garage and it sat for about ten years. Okay, and and then I bought it. I replaced the tires pretty shortly, like after mm-hmm. I bought it. But they were good. They were good for a few months. Yeah, I mean, so like if it if it was garage kept and just sort of sat in a garage for a bunch of time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, that's how you could get tires like that. Yeah. The previous okay. owner a, was an older lady and so she like barely drove the thing. So yeah, that that was part of it. But it was also like I didn't know how to read the year on a tire. It was when I got it replaced this morning that the you know, at the tire place, they were like, Oh, yeah, this was this is from oh nine. And I was like, Oh jeez, oh, that's so that's wow, bonkers, I feel dude. stupid. I, like Okay, well, makes I mean, sense then. <laughs> yeah, but well, it does make sense because if you bought it from an old lady who hardly ever used them, like she probably took it to the same garage. Yep. They're like, eh, "You put five hundred miles on your car this year." Yeah, yeah, your yeah. tires are fine. Totally, dude. I have to, I have to put new tires on. I've had uh, entirely too often. Huh, the Jeep. I get it. Entirely. I got lucky. I got. And oh, <laughs> I, I that was an that was an unintentional dad level that was, punning. That was a real good joke. Oh, but um, that was it'll bad. never that get so tired. Bad. Oh, nice. Oh, <sighs> wow, wow. Okay, well, uh, moving on. You want to go into the backlog report? <laughs> we're just we're just like embracing all that dad level cordiness like yes um yeah let's 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 do the backlog report okay let's crinkle that paper shuffle those things get out your receipts (laughs) okay um you want to go first oh yeah it shouldn't take me too long sweet uh I have not done a ton of reading because I've okay. been, uh, well, and that's not entirely true in the sense that like I've been doing reading, but it's not the PCA book of church order and okay. the Westminster confession of faith. And, uh, because I'm going through a written exam for the diaconate. So, and, uh, still not done with that soon. I'm, I'm hoping to finish it up here in the next couple of days. Oh, uh, nice. Just it's, it turned out that like it was like one of those things where it's like I was kind of like doing a little bit at a time. I was like, oh, like I'd skip a question and come back to it, and this, the questions I skipped, I'm kind of like, like as far as reading goes, not a ton. Uh, mm-hmm. As far as playing games goes, I mean, uh, I haven't aside from the VR stuff, I haven't really played much of anything. I got Diablo three for my Switch because it was twenty five bucks from okay. uh, on Amazon, and I was like, that's the price point. Like that, that was like the point where I was like, I'll pay 25 bucks for Diablo three. Okay. So 
got it for the switch and i played that for a couple hours uh the night that it a couple nights ago anyways nice and then uh other than that i've been playing a whole lot like today especially i played Mm -hmm. a whole lot of persona 5 Mm -hmm. uh and holy smokes is that game good uh one it's very pretty um Mm -hmm. it's so pretty that when they transition into the because they do like fully animated cutscenes and stuff like that uh it almost it almost makes me like wish that almost not quite the the animated cutscenes do look a little bit better, but it almost makes me wish they would just do that all in engine. Um, okay, but it's it's very pretty. Uh, it's very stylish, and the combat is very very good. The day manager relationship manager sort of stuff is mm-hmm. kind of like it's a little tedious. I'll be honest. Okay. Um, and they, like the, this game suffers from the fact um, that there is just way too much going on. Uh, <laughs> I just, the, the chapter I just did basically had a, a month of vacation from, cause it's, you're always playing a high school student. Right. And it became painfully clear to me that there's just not enough time in the day to get everything done that you need to get done in this game. Yeah. They want you th- to play I, the hundred hour RPG over and over and over again. Yeah. And they, they want you and, and the, the the sad part is to get the true ending, like you have to play it over again. And I'm just like Ooh. Ouch. I'm just like unless unless it's like it goes much quicker the second time, that's just not gonna happen. I mean, um, I'm sure it will to a certain extent, but a lot quicker for a again, like ninety hour RPG. You know, you cut that time in half. That's still a 45-hour video game. <laughs> yeah. And I mean... Unless you're Wes, you I could mean, do it in 20. Dude, like... I swear, like, I'm pretty sure he's just a time... I just think it's amazing. I think it's awesome. He's a time lord. Yeah. He goes and hangs out in his TARDIS for hours on end. And then when he pops out, it's like an hour in real life. Um yeah, that's 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 my that's my working theory. Hyperbolic time chamber. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> but uh, it's 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 really good. But it just there's a lot. And if I were still as like hardcore of a completionist as I used to be, mm. this game would be the death of me. Yeah. Um. But there's a lot where I'm just like, no, don't care. There was one point I had saved. And then I played for a few hours and it was, and it was all based on like decisions I had made as far as like the day manager stuff goes. Mm -hmm. And I got like a week and I was like, no, I don't want to do it this way. And so I just like, I dumped like that hour or two and I was like, I'm just going to go back and start over. Cause I was like, God, this is just stupid. Um, But I mean, it's fun. It's really good. It's really pretty. Uh, It is kind of like grim. Okay. I mean, okay. And we, and we've talked about the Persona games and the Shin Megami Tensei games before. Yep. The Shin Megami Tensei, the SMT and Persona games. Um we and they tend to be like heavier themes mm-hmm. like uh but yeah, there's there's some stuff in it that's like pretty and now that like I'm far enough along to in the, the where I like the story I'm like okay, like I can sort of see where I I think I can sort of see where this thing is going. And that's cool. Okay. Um, like they're starting to draw some of the threads together. And so I'm, um, I like it. I, it's, I like the cast of characters. 
I'm debating on whether I'm going to be Team Anne or Team Makoto for pairing the the hero up with. Okay, it's like the the two primary girls on mm-hmm. the team, two waifus. I'm like the, the two waifus, I'm just and I'm so just yeah, I'm I'm like, which one am I going to like? Because like you know, th- that's part of like the fun of the game is mm-hmm. to like you know, like do the whole dumb relationship maxing thing. And yeah. I'm like, well, which one, which one am I going to have him sort of chase after? And, um, yeah, I don't know. Did but you, you've, you've played through four, right? Yeah. I beat, I beat, I, I rolled credits. Like I beat four the first time, like yeah. the, the, I didn't get the good ending. And it's like, you okay. know how, like, you know how I'm four, like there's that part where if you answer the questions, right. Mm-hmm you actually basically unlock the rest of the game. Yeah. Whereas you can yep. technically, I played up to that point and I answered all the questions wrong, beat the game, uh-huh. quote unquote, and then went back, loaded the save, played through that, answered all the questions right, questions right, and then I haven't beaten it from that point. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Like yeah, I need I- to go back and redo that, but. Yeah. Yeah, I I totally did the same thing the first time that I I got to that point. I I did the wrong answer, and it was so unsatisfying. I'm like, wait, what? Like, I want to say there's not even like a final boss with that, right? It just kind of ends right there. No, there's there's like a a final boss fight, but it's not super hard. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 kind of corny. Like, it it, it makes you... it lets you know, like, this isn't how it ends. <laughs> like, do this over again. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, well, it, it basically, yeah, it says it without saying it. So yeah. it's, I, yeah. that's, like, that's on, like, my list of, like, things to do. It's, like, I, because yeah. I, I got some of the harder trophies on that game. Like, I got the result oh, wow. trophy. Um, oh, wow. Okay. I actually, at one point in time, okay, just to sort of, like, <laughs> give people a sort of a look into my, like, neurosis. Um or psychosis, you know, I was actually going to, I was attempting to fill out the entirety of the persona index. Like, wow. I was, I was going to capture and all the persona in the game. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I have well over half of them, like three quarters of them. And then I just sort of like looked at the remainder of the list and I was like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to like uh, max out each arcana, and then you have to get fusions that you can only get like once per game. Yeah, no, that's crazy. I was that's like, crazy. Uh, yep. But no, Persona Five is good. It's really good. Uh, Wes, yeah, good call there, bud. Good call. Uh, I'm enjoying my time back into it. Nice. Uh, as far as memorization goes, uh, eh, I'm okay. It wasn't a great week. It hasn't been terrible. A lot of it has just been so since Christmas season started. Like I had the long weekend for Thanksgiving, and I was still mm-hmm. in no single. I was in no single player in November, right? So wasn't doing any of that. Uh, and then this last week was my long week, so I worked Monday through Saturday, and so I didn't really play any. Like I played a little bit. Like I said, Diablo three on Switch or something like that. Dang, didn't play intense. a whole lot. And then then today. It was my first day off in, in a while. And so I uh, did like laundry, dishes, some stuff around the house, and then just played a bunch of Persona 5 while I was waiting on stuff. So Nice. I, I just have to ask, when was the last time you played Breath of the Wild? 
Was that before uh, single player November? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I that's that's coming back up. Uh, I'm just trying to sort of like bang out some because it, the whole backlog breaker backlog buster of the month, right? Is RPGs, and I know that in a lot of ways, like Breath of the Wild is kind of like an action RPG. Uh, but I'm I'm gonna come back to it next year. Like yeah. I'm in the middle of building and populating a games to play in 2020 list, and okay. I'm pretty much just yeah. going to uh, basically say like the the stuff that I'm gonna play next year. Just as far as like backlog stuff, just like I'm I, I'm thinking like I might pick like 12 games or maybe 24 and just throw them on the list and just so next time like I'm I'm gonna throw a variety on there. Uh-huh. So that how about you, sir, your backlog report? Well, okay, so it has been you know a strange couple of weeks, and definitely my video game playing it's has been two weeks since you talked to us. Yeah, I'm sorry, yes. I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry. I'm- Sorry. No, I, I that's it's okay. I get it. I, for some reason that pops into my head as well. Um so because like okay, anyways, I'm sorry. I keep trying to preface everything. Okay. So, Thanksgiving, had some time off. Um and I was able to play a bunch of like little things. I kind of shared it in the Discord. Um that I I decided, you know, since I'm racking up all these points with the PS4 games, um, that I'd go through my catalog again and take a look at some smaller games and just try and knock some out so I can, you know, gain some of my standing in, in backlog golf. Um, and so I play, I pulled out the, the Capcom classics collection on Vita. Um, cause I, I had originally pulled out my Vita cause you can do remote play with PS4. So I wanted to set that up and, you know, try it out. Not with Bloodborne because that's stupid. Um, but you know, for true story, reference. I tried that at one point in time, did not go well. <laughs> I, I just can't imagine Bloodborne with the, the, the back touchpad. Like that just sounds absolutely terrible. It's as bad as you think it is. And then some <laughs> for a game that requires precision, it's, it's like, yeah, no, that's, that's no, that, that is bad. And, and you have, you should feel bad. Um, so <laughs> I, I pulled out my Vita and looking through, so Capcom classic selection. So this has like eighties arcade games on it. Um, and so I played through a couple of those. I played through, uh, this game called sun sun that I had never played before. And that is a fantastic little arcade game. Um, it has you it, like, you know, it's really simple because it's an eighties arcade game, but, um, it's kind of a side scroller but it's also a kind of a shooter um and it 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 was uh i was really impressed because there have been other games that i've played um like i remember when i first got the collection i was like 1942 this is a classic game i should play this one and that was it's rough i'll put it that way it's it's an early shooter and it is mm-hmm. super difficult um, and, and ridiculous, but I mean, it's an arcade. They're all quarter munchers anyway. Um, but played through sun sun. And then there was another game that I don't think came to America, but I don't know. It's a uh, pirate ship Higamaru. And that's like okay. an arcade puzzler. Um, it's basically top down sort of like the original Le- legend of Zelda type thing. It's a single screen game, but they're basically these pirates that come on you're, you're on the ship and you're a pirate. And there are these other pirates that come and you go around and you grab these barrels and you throw them at the other pirates before they get to you. 
Um, and so that one was a lot of fun as well. That one took me quite a bit longer to actually finish because it was much more difficult. Sun Sun was actually pretty easy um, because you have unlimited coins. Um, but I, I think I, I had more fun with Sun Sun just because it was such a, a such a surprise. Like that that if I played Sun Sun like in an arcade, that would have been like I would have super fond memories of it. I I was just really impressed with that one. Um and then Higamaro is a lot of fun also, but for different reasons. You know, it's a it's a puzzle game basically. Um well, sort of. But anyways, so played through those for some points. Um still been playing Bloodborne. Uh mm-hmm. the, the last thing I did in Bloodborne, uh it's it's kind of funny to me at least. So I got to Vicar Amelia, if you know who she is. Mm-hmm. And um, yes. you know, so there's like this cutscene right before you fight her and everything. I beat her on the first try, so I didn't okay. die. Well done. And well done. Yeah, and and so I was, you know, it was it was kind of late because I have to play these games at night. You know, when the kids are asleep, I can't play mm-hmm. Bloodborne around the kids. Why would you do that? Why would you traumatize them like that? Um, you're a horrible father, Joshua. Um, so playing it kind of late, and and I beat her first try, and I was like, this feels awesome. I'm good. Like I'll set the controller down. That was that was a rush because you know first try I beat her. It was fantastic. So then you know I'm getting ready to go to bed and I just pull up you know some videos on YouTube or something, do like a search or something because I'm I'm just like amped like oh I did it. Um, like and- Bloodborne, yes, exactly. Yeah, do, like, and- do the the air punching. Ex- yes, yeah, that's how I felt in my heart. Uh, come to find out that Vicar Amelia is one of the easiest bosses in all of the Soulsborne games. And so that knocked me down a peg. Like, oh. Yeah, but she's still, I mean, like, <sighs> oh. dude, like, saying, like, she's, like, the easiest boss in the Soulsborne games is, like, or, it, yeah, it's, like, saying, like, well, you only hike nine miles straight up. Or <laughs> some some people, like, hike 17. And it's, like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's still impressive, so... It's. I died in that fight the first time I I fought, you okay. know, Vicar Amelia. So you're at least better than I am. <laughs> well, I I also I I do I did kind of uh I found that so the area I sorry I'm not finishing any of my sentences. Um, I I leveled up quite a bit. I did a little bit of level mm. grinding. Um, because I died to one of those dudes who carry the sacks with them. And so, like, I died, and then he took me to his little shrine. And so I'm like, what the heck is going on? And uh, you go outside the shrine, and there are those huge pigs that come after you. And if you get two of them, they start (gasps) charging after themselves. And so, like, they will kill each other, and then you can just jump from above and, like, stab the pig as you're jumping down and, like, easily take them out for thousands of souls each. Uh, okay, so you got that's like down like the the swamps or whatever. Like okay. the, the, I I think I don't know. I never had a dude carry me off in a sack. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The, I, it's 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 um. It, there were these enemies that are like they're fairly simple. It's, it's like a scraggly dude. Um, it looks kind of like a scarecrow, but they carry around these sacks, and after you get them down to like half life. Then they, they they can do this thing where it kind of like freezes you for a little bit or like sucks you in. Um, and then 
once they get down to half-life, they like pull on some sort of power and they get super aggressive and they hit really hard. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I found one in the wild and then he like, I was taking him out and then he powered himself up and then he killed me. I'm like, Oh, that's great. And then there's this cut scene where like takes me to his. Oh wait, never mind. I know exactly what you're talking about. I was like, Oh, okay. I, I Googled him. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, never mind. I was wrong. I I stand corrected. <laughs> okay. I told an unintentional lie. <laughs> For shame. For um, shame. That's right. But I did also want to just say before I got to Vicar Amelia, so there was like a a, a a fork in the road, and I went down one way, and it led down this path. There were these guys shooting at me. I could take them out. There were these guys in armor, and took those guys out too. And there was this other shrine with this big, like, circular basin in the middle of it. And I walk in, and I walk over to the basin, and there's nothing in this shrine. And there's this door on the other side of the shrine. So I go over to the door, and I try to open it, and it says it doesn't open. So I turn around to leave, and about halfway back to the basin, um, nothing picks me up and squeezes me, and I die. And I was about ready to just, like, quit right there because that freaked me out there, i was just like no, are, it's not are nothing. you kidding me are you kidding it's, me it's the uh i forget what they're they're called but the more madness or whatever you have mm-hmm. that insight is that what it's called yeah the more of that you have the more visible they become gotcha. but at that point in time in the game gotcha. you have such a small amount of insight that you can't actually see them mm. um but they're they're these giant phantom things. There's there's a couple of them early, like where you're at. There's a couple of them. Okay. So. Well, great. <laughs> I'll uh, be so. sure and, and, and stay on my guard then because that freaked me out. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's just I get so into the game, but it just, yeah, it, it totally. Yeah. I know. Ex- you know what? I know exactly that part you're talking about because the, the snipers on the hill used to infuriate me yeah yeah there's one there's one that i just could not find out where he was like i Mm. could not see him for the life of me for the longest time and then when when i finally did i was like oh no you will die every time yeah (laughs) you you sir will die every time There was this other great part. Now we're talking about Bloodborne. Um, you know that area that you first go into? It's like the, I think it's Old Yarnum. You walk in the and get, there's this voice. The Gatling gun? Yes. Yeah, that dude. Mm-hmm. So I finally get to where he is. And, you know, so you have to go up the to the top of the, you know, tower and fight him. And it's a pretty intense battle because he's pretty fast. He uses his shotgun, you know. Anyways, long story short, I finally get him down to pretty low health and then he falls off the tower so like i i can't remember if i pushed him back or if he was walking back but he falls off okay so i'm like uh is the game just gonna like transport him back up here like what's going on well nope then you hear the little like sucking of souls and i got the souls for beating him so i'm like oh sweet okay well cool um so then i go down the um i go down the ladder and floating about like five feet from the ground is 
whatever item that that enemy drops. And I keep like walking over it. I try to jump. I tried to access it and nothing. It's just like this it's, floating It's like orb. a weapon or something. Yeah, I can't remember. It I, It was like a patch or something. I don't know. What I ended up doing was I ended up going back to Hunter's Dream and then coming back, and the item was on the tower. So I, I picked okay. it up later. Um, But I was, you know, like sitting there for like five minutes, like how am I supposed to get this thing? Like he fell off the tower, and now it's like stuck in the geometry of the game. Like I just missed out on an item. This sucks. And come to find out, you know, but it it was just a the, funny little anecdote of blood. Old Yarnum was probably one of my favorite areas. Oh, like, okay. Once you got into like the loop of like, and you sort of unlock all the like the little paths and everything. Mm-hmm. I I spent a fair amount of time there, just like running through it and just wrecking shop. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. I dig it. But anyway, so Bloodborne, I actually haven't played it at all this week because of how busy mm. things have been. Um, yeah, Vicar Amelia was the last thing that I had done in that game. Um, the only other game that I've touched is Contact on DS. And that is a strange game. Um, and it only seems to be getting weirder um, with pyramids in space and, and people getting trapped in other dimensions. So mm. that's cool. Uh, <laughs> I've been no I've just been meaning to Wes talks about this game often and mm-hmm. you've been playing it and I'm like okay I need to just look at this thing I, I've seen it but I'm, I'm I mean when I say I'm looking at it on Amazon okay holy moly mm-hmm. they want $60 for that oh wow that's crazy I do sorry that, that was that my reaction was a little overboard. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I paid like five back in mm. the day, but um, oh yeah, you can get it on on eBay for twelve. Yeah, so not doing. Oh yeah, no, yeah. there are sixty. Yeah, factory sealed, sixty bucks. Um, but yeah, anyways, uh, I I don't know. I I I don't have any final thoughts on it. It's kind of been a a bumpy ride. It's been up and down. There are times where I'm really enjoying it, and then other times it's felt a little bit like a slog, and I wasn't sure what what you know how to proceed. Um, and it was kind of annoying, but I'm back on, and uh, yeah, we'll see we'll see where it takes me. The conceit is you play as yourself, not as the main character, but I don't think it goes far enough with that conceit because you do have a lot of control over the actual main character. And so it doesn't really feel like you're separated from him. If mm. I, I wish they found a way to kind of, you know, I mean, I guess that's kind of what they were trying to do with, with the bird dog in uh, The Last Guardian. Trico. That's what it's called. Trico. Trico yeah. from The Last and, Guardian, yep. And people didn't like that, so maybe they were just like, we can't, I don't know. But it's Grasshopper uh, Studio that made it, so Suda51. So it is a it is definitely a strange game. Um but it's fun. No, I'm I'm digging it. I want to knock it out before the the year is ended and get the point for it. So, we'll we'll see. You know, backlog busters and all that. It's an RPG. So, mm-hmm. uh, that's all I've been playing. Uh, like I said, I've kind of fallen by the wayside on a lot of other things. So, memorization has strictly just been maintaining. Um, it's that I haven't gotten very much done there. 
Um, in terms of reading, like I've listened to a bunch of stuff and actually this, this will kind of lead into what we're going to be talking about kind of as our main topic is just that it's, you know, it's the end of the year, it's December. So I'm kind of looking at 2020, especially because, you know, the next few weeks are going to be really busy and it's going to be here before I know it. So I'm thinking in terms of, you know, you talked about writing out a list of games that you want to play next year. Um, I, my brain has been thinking about goals for the new year and things like that. So a lot of kind of reflecting on things and where I want to be, you know, by December of 2020, where do I want to be? You know, what are some yeah. areas of my life that I think I need to work on? Um, what would I like to see improved? What as the leader of my household, um, do I want my household to look like on a couple different fronts? And so uh, a lot of my, um, uh, you know, reading or listening, whatever you want to call it, um, has been kind of focused around sort of like self-improvement stuff. Um, so the latest book that I've listened to, and I'm actually going through it again, um, and it kind of has to do with what we were talking about a little bit before this episode started. Um, it's a it's a book called No More Christian Nice Guy, I think, just because I've been... Um, I've been learning some stuff about myself. Uh, I don't want to get too deep into it, but I, I've done some personality tests, uh, Enneagram, and then through work, there's another one called The Five Voices um, that my pastor kind of took us through and, and you know, just, just kind of learning about yourself and just some of the stuff that I've learned about myself is that um, I, I'm not... I'm not good at setting kind of long-term goals, I guess. I'm I'm much mm. more kind of go with the flow. And um there there's certain areas of my life where, you know, I can I can say that, you know, I've made strides towards, but it's not uh it's not necessarily long term. You know, if you ask me where I want to be in five years, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm okay where I'm employed. I am now, so employed with less debt than I have now. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um <laughs> So anyways, but another thing that I've, I've, you know, and I've, I've always known that I'm a bit of a people pleaser, um, but just kind of how deep that that goes in different areas of life, um, has been made more apparent to me. So even something as simple as like not making my opinion known in certain spheres, whether it's at work or whether it's at home, whether it's just in my relationship with my wife or something like that, um, you know, for one reason or another, I'll kind of justify like, oh, I don't have to say that, you know, I don't have to do these things. And so like learning these things about myself and how like, no, actually that's a result of very flawed thinking um, and, and trying to kind of right the ship in that area as well. So I've been listening to this book, uh, No More Christian, Nice Guy. And it's funny because it's kind of the other side of the coin to something like, um, something like Good and Angry. Um, where it talks about the need for um, righteous anger, I guess, and, and not necessarily anger. It doesn't. It doesn't completely focus on anger. It, it more focuses on like passivity in general, and how like if you are not angry about anything, then that like something is wrong because God gave us that emotion to you know to kind of guide us or. It helps us to see, you know, we ought to be outraged at evil. Does that make sense? Well, anger anger is an indicator that something is wrong. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, so if that it, is not working, then something is wrong. <laughs> you know, if you yeah. can't get righteously indignant over sin, over 
something that is is wrong over being walked on like something is very wrong so um yeah. th- it's been good Wh- what were you gonna say no i was just gonna say i i've seen the book before i've never read okay. it okay uh and unfortunately i'm i'm the type of individual who does not suffer from not making his opinion known <laughs> just saying <laughs> yeah. i don't know if that's obvious or not but uh <laughs> Well, and, and like, just to be a little vulnerable, one area that I see that is something in like, uh, in work. You have to, if you have to use the vulnerable voice from the happy rant. (laughs) Oh man. How does it, I don't even remember how that goes. You have to almost Uh, act like you're asking a question. Oh, gotcha. So at work, they, I just kind of like (laughs) let people ask, I take on a lot of responsibility that's not really a part of what uh does that work um (laughs) it was beautiful it was Uh, chef kiss perfection but um no it's it's just you know taking on a lot of projects that aren't necessarily tied to my specific area that i ought to be focusing on and wow i just did it and i didn't even realize i was doing it Um, (laughs) and just how you know because i'm a salaried employee like i can you know if if i choose to yeah i can stay late at work there's no consequences to that but that does have consequences in my home life so it's like it, it does take away from other areas of my life personally and i need to be the one to set those boundaries not have them put on me you know so even just something something like that like i need to value time at home over a work project you know or at least i need to oh, be the one sure. to set the boundary of of when that becomes too much and and like actually uh in my own mind make that decision before it happens if that makes sense so no um, well and just to sort of like to sort of Dude, like this is going to roll pretty seamlessly into our topic too, but <laughs> man, uh, you you just like just want to like applaud you for your segue that, you know, isn't really a segue, but just kind <laughs> of a segue. Um anyways, no, but like dude, like establishing that that priorities, like and saying like this thing over here is a good thing, but these other things like that that hierarchy of like okay, like and then actually following through on that hierarchy is like, mm-hmm. so like, I, I think like we could agree that, okay, so first, first tier is like the Lord and what he requires of me. Yeah. Second is, uh, my wife, uh, for mm-hmm. you, it would be your children. And then it's sort of like, for me, after that, everything sort of becomes like a little fuzzy, like immediate mm-hmm. family sort of like might trump some, a, a lot of things. And then, you know, my church family trumps mm-hmm. a lot of things. And then it, it works into like coworkers and then general neighborhood, like as far as like yeah. just how I deal with people, like, and, but, it, or just even in those environments. So like work figures in to a certain extent and now the nice thing about my mm-hmm. job is like when it's done it's done like i when i when i'm off the clock i, I don't have to think about mail yeah for un, until i get up the next day but even maintaining that that's hard it's mm-hmm. hard really sort of like holding to that that hierarchy and saying like no and it's funny i talked about how like i spent all day 
uh, playing Persona 5, but I wrote down some things. Mm-hmm. I was like, ah, I should probably try and get some of this stuff done. And I did get some of it done, but not mm-hmm. nearly what I should have. And that's because I neglected the 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 priorities. Like, And it, yeah. it, it happens from time to time. And I'm not sort of saying like, you know, and this time of year, it's very easy for me to justify that stuff. Like, you know, just yeah. working stupid hours and everything else. But I'm sidetracking and making excuses and anyways- Point is, it is hard. It is hard to like say like, like unless you sort of like really think through it. And I think like one of the things I've been trying to do is just like utilize a daily planner. Um, yeah. And I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not very good at it. Um, yeah. But like on my days off, one of the things I would like to do on my days off is just sit down in the morning and say, these are the things I need to do and I'm going to map it out. And like, I mm-hmm. think if I would have done that this morning, I probably would have been significantly more productive than I actually was, but it was also probably okay for me to just take a day where I wasn't going to do a whole lot because yeah, yeah, totally. It's been been kind of crazy. Anyways, not trying to, but like I feel your pain on that, man. Like that's like hashing that stuff out and then actually mm-hmm. putting legs on that is pretty hard at times. Yeah, it it becomes this whole like. I don't know. You know, everything is tied into everything else. And and I mean, that's healthy because you don't necessarily want to compartmentalize everything. Um, but it, it's, it's funny how like these themes of, you know, we talked about before the episode, how Paul Maxwell is putting out some uh, podcast again. And so these themes mm-hmm. of like masculinity and for me, a big part of this also to kind of like, push me in in this direction of of like having more of a long-term plan is the fact that i have a wife and kids and another kid on the way and it's like if if i stagnate for the next five ten years there are going to be detrimental effects for my family does that make sense like yeah yes we we live okay you know we're a little stretched with one income right now primarily one income um but you know we make do we may, we are certainly very blessed okay i don't, I don't want to make it sound like you know we're scraping by that's not the case i talk about buying video games like that is a luxury um so <laughs> um but if we were to stay at this level, purely just looking at like financial things, if we were to stay here for the next 10 years, that would be very difficult, you know, because the cost of living goes up, especially when you live in a big city. Um, and, you know, things happen. Cars break down. <laughs> uh, you know, more children, kids, older and children kids. are expensive. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So I ought to at least put a little bit more thought into some of the things that I can be doing. And it's not that I don't, you know, that I never do, but it's that I don't, it's not that long-term plan. It's kind of like, oh, I could, you know, branch out in this area. I could do this, you know, and I spend a little bit of time looking at these different, you know, areas in which I believe that I'm skilled and I can kind of cultivate in my own life. But um, it's not to the point where, I'm on a particular path to pursue those things. And so as I'm looking to making some goals for the next year, those are the kind of things that are rising to the top for me of like, okay, if this is something that I want to do in the future, what can I do? And I mean, obviously I'm going to school right now. That's part of it, right? Um, 
So again, I'm not saying that this is totally, you know, I, I'm, I've been completely devoid of this, but it is, it is also convicting just to learn, you know, to, to see, you know, I'm 30 years old, about to be 31 and like, uh, yeah, I, I could have been doing a lot better in other areas of life and, you know, of, of planning these things out. So like there's no time like the present, right? So what, what is life going to look like December of 2020? You know, what, how is it going to be different? How much closer am I going to be to these long-term goals? And frankly, (laughs) again, just being a little bit vulnerable is like, what do I actually want? <laughs> what what do I want to have as a long-term goal? Because long-term goals have always freaked me out because I'm just like, life changes so quickly anyway. <laughs> you know, how am I supposed to know? Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes I use that as a crutch to never plan for things and then you kind of flounder. And like I said, that that would be detrimental to my family. So sorry, I'm I'm rambling here, but I'm just saying like, it's all connected and as the you know, as the head of my household, I need to be able to make these decisions and not push them off till later. That's no, what I'm dude, saying. Don't apologize. Those, those are good <laughs> thoughts, man. I mean, like, honestly, like I wish, I wish that I had started sort of being more mindful of, of these things several years earlier than I actually did. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, and dude, even as far as like the future stuff goes, man, like uh, a lot of times, like I would just say like, listen, like just as a, as a bit of like encouragement or whatever here, like, I'm just going to sort of fling at you. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about them. Like for me, the, becoming a letter carrier with the United States Postal Service was just sort mm-hmm. of, I'm going to use, it was just good fortune, but it, it was Providence mm-hmm. ultimately. Right, like, right. Prior to this, I was driving truck in the gas and oil industry. I was running a truck Mm -hmm. yard and I was absolutely miserable. And so for me, Mm -hmm. it was just like when Megan and I, Megan and I talked and it was like, I need a different job. Like I I knew that like the gas patch was killing me. And so for me, it was just like, well, this is a good job. And then I started doing it and I was like, I really like this. Yeah. Like I could do this. And you know, and, and since then it's sort of, so I I would just say like, man, like a lot of times it's just sort of not to be like, Oh, follow your bliss or anything, but like, just, you know, sort of like keep doing what you're doing and keep taking steps and just sort of like, like the, the, the impetus is, is different all the time. So like Mm -hmm. there might come a point where you're like, you know what, I'm just not, I'm not supposed to be here anymore. Or, or maybe I'm supposed to sort of like, you're supposed to turn into something maybe a little harder, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, dude, like, I, I mean, like, I think like the, the, there are some people that do like the five, 10 year roadmap stuff and like they can do that. And that's great. Like more power to you. Uh, the rest of us are just trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think there's anything bad with like having a plan or anything like that, or sort of having something like, but I, I don't think that, I don't think it's necessarily like we, we make such a big deal culturally and, and sort mm-hmm. of like, and I'm going to use this as sort of like, I'm going to use this part here. Like, unless you're, you still have more to say, but I think like right here is like sort of a good little actual segue into our main topic. Yeah. But I would say like culturally, like we have, we are so preoccupied with the wrong things. And I think instead of like, 
you, you know, there's this like, how can I be fulfilled? Like I think about, have you ever read Kevin DeYoung's book, Just Do Something? Yes. It's small. It's yes. like a booklet. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. almost like a pamphlet, like a Joe Thorne size book. Um, <laughs> but, uh, which that's, that's a doctrine and devotion joke. And if you haven't read anything by Joe Thorne, I would heartily recommend most of it because I've, the, the bits and pieces that I've read are good. Anyways, mm-hmm. moving okay. on. And he's a dwarf. Um, and he's, he's a real life dwarf. So it's, it's a Joe Thorne size thing. So he's a, like a metal loving, he trimmed his beard, cigar chomping <gasps> really? dwarf. Like, yeah, he, he like, well, when Jimmy went on vacation, like yeah. he came back and like Joe's beard was like mostly gone. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, now that I've, uh, we've, we've sort of got, anyways, we've got a little off track, but sorry. Like, let's just move into the main topic. Yeah. And yeah. so I, I sort of mentioned that like culturally, I think like we're just sort of like off kilter. And so I think when it comes to like the, the work struggle, we're just saying like, you know, you have these people who have five, 10 year plans. That's great. Like my five year plan is to still be employed and to have less debt than I do now. And hopefully, you know, be serving my church in a greater capacity. Mm-hmm. And, yep. you know, like, I think culturally we, we put the emphasis on the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, specifically, I think uh, what we wanted to take a little bit is sort of like put uh, entertainment culture in general under the microscope, so to speak. And maybe talk a little bit even about sort of like, we've talked about the work-life balance and, and sort of like, video games and how much is a good thing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I think I wanted to sort of like the, the way that we had sort of talked about it was the work hard, play well. Yeah. Um, ideology or thought process. And so there's a little bit of vocabulary that I feel like we need to throw out. Um, and so when I use certain terms, this is what I'm, I'm going to uh, mean by that. When I talk about recreation, um, I think that a good Christian God honoring definition of recreation is something uh, that we do that we enjoy that recharges us and refreshes us for minute for for mission mm. um, and and for life in general. Um, and that I, I think recreation is part of the rest cycle, um, the work rest cycle. Uh, and I also think yeah. that um, it is, we are culturally, we are wildly out of proportion, and I throw myself okay. squarely into that camp, like like that that we do not understand the proper work rest cycles. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's the big one when I'm talking about that. I think like just a good biblical God honoring definition of recreation is something that is, uh, for the most part, morally ambiguous or ambivalent it may not it is it doesn't possess moral value in and of itself so i'm saying mm-hmm. like you know watching porn cannot be recreational yeah. uh because that does not honor god um and it that, that actually has moral <laughs> uh uh penalties yeah. or moral yeah. sort of consequences um but you know, whereas, so like watching TV, 
in in the right ways can be a good thing. Just mm-hmm. like reading a book in the right ways can be a good thing. Uh, Josh and I were talking pre-show, and uh, you know, just quick little blurb. I'm gonna bang this drum for as long as we have it. <laughs> but uh, we have a Patreon. If you like sort of these conver- if you like our conversations now, you might enjoy the conversations that we have that we record that aren't part of the show proper. I'm just saying you might not. So, but those are available to patrons. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyways. So we have a Patreon. you know, there's a plug, but what I'm getting at (laughs) is I think that um, culturally we are obsessed with entertainment. And I think it is telling that um, when you look at, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but that the entertainment industry as a whole, that's including uh, movies like cinema, um, it's including television, that's including music, that's including games, that's including all sort of like the like the leisure activity sort of uh, bits of our of, of our culture are huge like huge markets yeah uh, i actually yeah. remember reading one time that in the uh, the obama administration in that era there was that recession and um spending on entertainment uh like spending on entertainment actually went up mm-hmm. by a significant margin and that's because people wanted to watch a movie so they didn't have to deal with the reality that their money you know et cetera et cetera, right. et cetera. and i i frankly i think that sort of escapism is a little poisonous yeah. but yeah um it, it escapism in and of itself is not necessarily a terrible thing mm-hmm. but um i would i would sort of say that anyways th- there's a whole bunch of stuff here that we we kind of need to unpack and, and sort of wrestle with and play with but there's been basically a philosophy that I'm trying to sort of incorporate into my life and it's work hard and play well or rest well. Mm -hmm. And um, so that I want my life to be characterized by a good Christian, what has been referred to as a Puritan work ethic. (laughs) I want to work hard. I want to work well. I want my labor to be God honoring. I think of the Martin Luther quote where he says that the uh, the Christian cobbler or the Christian shoemaker doesn't show doesn't worship God with his craft by affixing little crosses to his shoes. He does it by making good shoes because the Lord loves good work. And that's how I want to that's what I want to do with my life. Yeah. Uh, I want to do good work. Um and I think that we have lost sight of that culturally. And I would even say to a certain, and, and, and as part of that culture, uh, the, the, the American church has, has sort of lost sight of that as well. Um, I think the other side of that though is playing well. Okay. Like we, we want to rest healthy. We want to rest in good ways and we want to rest in ways that, uh, equip and refresh and renew us so that we continue on uh, and we can continue on working hard and, and working well to the glory of God. So that's sort of where I start. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So Josh, now that I have rambled on for however long that was, 
No, well, no, I, I think it's great. I think that was a great kind of like summation of kind of some of the stuff that we wanted to touch on and what uh, we wanted to do with this episode. Yeah, the, just the idea of um, uh, of working, of, of earning your rest, if that makes sense. Yes. Now, ultimately, okay, you know, you, you can pick that apart. Um, yeah, I believe that Jesus is our Sabbath rest. Don't get me wrong. Um, but what we're talking about here is the recreational type of rest, you know? So, so there, there's another conversation you can have of, you know, what does it even mean? You know, Sabbatarianism and, um, what does it mean to, to rest? I intentionally and, avoided. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's that. not what we're getting into here. Um, so I just not mean, today. take it with a grain of salt, but, but what we do want to say is that, yeah, you ought to be earning your rest. Um, so the American idea of working for the weekend is a terrible idea. Um, the idea that, like, you know, that 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 Mondays are horrible and you just slog through the week so that you can get to the weekend. Like, your life happens on the weekends and you're chained to your desk through the week is a terrible outlook on life. Um it's, frankly, it's a wicked perspective, right? Yeah, because it's twisting what um, what the good uh, the work was originally intended to be good. Like you mentioned earlier, it is hard. You know, it's it's made toilsome um, because of our sin. But it's originally, I mean, you know, God's God created work. God works, right? He, you see that through creation and the artistry of creation. So. We were we were created to do that as well, in a way that honors Him, um, and and it is fulfilling. It gives us purpose, like it gives us because because it's what we, you know one of the things that we were created to do. So work is a good thing. So to to demonize it as all bad um, is focusing on you know the sinful the aspect of it that came about because of our own sin. Hey, real um, quick, I just wanted to sort of like. I you said you talked about work and purpose. You ever notice? And I know that this is not like a new um, thought by any stretch of the imagination. How many times have you talked to a guy for the first time, and within the first five minutes of that conversation, you ask him what he does, or he asks oh, yeah. you, "So what do you do?" Mm-hmm. It's like this should be an indicator of how principally how fundamentally what we do is really tied to our identity it's tied it's like what we do is foundational and it means things um i think Mm -hmm. like you know just sort of going back you you, we talked about the working for the weekend sort of mentality like frankly um like i said it, it it is not only a wicked perspective but it sort of demonstrates the futility this is why so many people today are live like Yes, we can sort of say like, ultimately it's because they don't know Jesus because their lives aren't ordered around Christ and they aren't governed mm-hmm. by the Holy Spirit, but it is because they are living in a way that is fruitless. They are living in a way that is pointless. Mm-hmm. They are chasing nothing. Like when you chase your leisure, when you chase like, because that's what, what it, what's at the heart of that working for the weekend sort of mentality mondays can suck for right. a multitude of reasons i work at a job where mondays are bad 
Like, <laughs> yeah, that's like true. <laughs> we come in and you're dealing with twice as much mail as you would on it on any other day because yeah. the plant doesn't stop. Okay. In, in the words of Newman, the mail keeps on coming, Jerry, and it never <laughs> stops. It never stops. And then it's publisher <laughs> clearinghouse day. Yes. A little bit of a Seinfeld reference <laughs> for you people. Um, anyways. Love it. But what I'm saying is that mentality that says like, I just like it. And don't get me wrong. It is super hard, especially like right now. Look, We talked about it earlier. I'm in peak season right now. I am mm. stupid busy and it is hard. Yeah. It is very hard. It is very hard for me. Like, like I've been trying really hard to sort of like, like slow my roll, talk less at work. And cause I I'm mouthy and I lose my temper. And sometimes I swear like a sailor or truck driver. And, and I'm, I'm really trying to just sort of obey the Lord in a small way with my life there and not be so mm-hmm. mouthy and kind of, but like, man, I get it. Like I'm, I'm looking at anybody who's saying like, it's hard and I'm saying, I get it. And that's yeah. not an excuse for us. And we need to stop trying to use it as an excuse. Like it's hard, but you know, do we, when, when God looks at, um, when the angel of the Lord looks at the Virgin Mary and says, it is, po- all things are possible with the Lord. Okay. Yes. He's, there's a very specific reference there that he's saying like, yes, you are a virgin and this is unheard of, but God, the author of life will do as he pleases. And he, he, he will like, he, he can do this. He can do this and he will do this. And so if he can make a virgin girl, the mother of the Messiah, there is grace enough for us to not be buttheads at work and to maybe be a little, anyways, didn't mean to get off on that tangent. I just wanted to say like, the whole working for the weekend thing, like it is really an exercise in futility. Yeah, It is like, and it, and it, part of the reason I think our culture is, is suffering from like the mental health and the, just the lack of purpose is because we have, put like yes there's a very easy like sunday school answer like what's well, because they don't they aren't ordering their lives around jesus yeah okay but it's also because they are ordering their lives around sort of nothing and they are they're mm. aimless these are wandering sheep anyways this kind of like i was like oh those those illustrations like were just i i couldn't i had to sorry yeah. sorry <laughs> no 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 it's it's great and and i I agree with you. I mean, like, you know, you, you said as much earlier that you enjoy being a letter carrier. And I've said multiple times throughout the life of the podcast, like, I really like my job. So I, I recognize that, you know, I, I don't have the same struggles that, that someone who really, you know, hates getting up and going to work in the morning has. Now, that doesn't mean that it's always easy. That doesn't mean that I, you know, wouldn't rather stay home um, half the time too, but I'm, I, yeah, I recognize that, um, I might be a little, you know, I, I see things a little bit differently because I do genuinely enjoy how many jobs, how many jobs prior to, prior to the one you have now, did you work that you were just like, no, this sucks. (laughs) Like, you know, my, my jobs got progressively, well, no, actually the job that I had before this, yeah, no, it, it did, it did it ended up sucking. I worked at an AT&T call center. Um, and I, 
Well, the thing was, it was customer care, and I enjoyed that. That that was fine with me. Um, but then it turned into sales. Like when I was hired on, I was specifically told that sales would never be a requirement. Um, and that changed like six months into the job (laughs) because I mean, it's a big corporation. So they make, they make those decisions from on high. It's not, you know, it wasn't my manager making that decision. It was, you know, the guy who was over all of AT&T customer care. So, um, and I'm just terrible at sales, especially when it's for something that I would not buy. Oh yeah. I'm a garbage Um, salesman. If I don't think you need it. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, and it was, you know, selling TV service. So it's like, I can get it at 60% off. I don't even get it, <laughs> you know? So what, how am I going to sell it to someone else? Um, so, no, but, but my jobs did progressively get better um, because every time I got a new job, I recognized how bad the last one was. Does that make oh, sense? Dude, yeah. I mean, like I, <laughs> like I worked in retail for a number of years off and on. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I, I've had a ton of jobs and some of them I liked more than others, but like, I mean, it's sort of been an upward trajectory. Like, it's like, but yeah. like, the thing is, like, I worked for a guy that I absolutely cannot stand. Um, okay. And I just, I don't have anything nice to say about him really at all. I think, anyway, but, mm. and that job sort of, I worked there for a year or two. I found another job mm-hmm. move and you know, like, like I still have like almost like traumatic memories of working for this dude, yeah. but like, you know, that job led me to the next one. And then the mm-hmm. next one led me to the, the, you know? And so like, I'm not, I hate working in retail. I hate sales. Like I feel you on sales. Like I, okay. like I worked at GameStop, which dude, okay. like, man <laughs> you want to like i was like oh it's it's selling video games like this will be my like i love video games uh, it's like mm-hmm. i love the 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 whole medium and this will be great and blah, blah 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 it's like about a year in i was like i like because like i came to the realization i was basically a drug dealer and i hated it um okay so um uh, but that's that's a story for another time. Anyways, but what I'm saying is like, <laughs> like it was always sort of like, and and sometimes there's step backs and sometimes, but like for the most part, like, I mean, it's been sort of a steadier progression. And so like now I'm at a job, like people are like, well, Nate, you like your job. And it's like, well, yeah. And it took me like freaking 20 years to get here. So yeah, like it's okay. It's okay. Like, you know, some mm-hmm. people find their job and they're calling early on in life and they're like, this is the thing I mm-hmm. want to do. And again, like, you know, we talked about like, they, they got like the 20 year plan and like, I know, I know a girl, a girl I went to high school with, like, I thought she was going to be like, she amazing artist. Um, I thought she was going to mm-hmm. go to art school. She became a dental hygienist and loves it. Like, like I like I remember talking to her a couple of years after she graduated and saying like why didn't you go to art school I said like you know the incredibly talented young artist um, mm-hmm. and she's like because I just I like dental school I liked dental hygienist like be, I like being a dental hygienist and I was like mm-hmm. rad like you, you know at the time at yeah the, at the yeah. time I was like I was like I don't get it but now like right I, like you know we're, we're I, I'm, I look at that now and I'm like, oh, this is, this is super cool. Like, and, and now okay. I look at that and I'm like, no, I'm glad. I'm glad that she found her trajectory 
much earlier on right. in life than I did. But like, do you know, do you, like, but that's not the case for everybody. And that's, and frankly, I don't right. think that's the case for most of us. I think like, it's just like, you know, yeah. you got to get out there and you got to, if, you, if you're interested, take a crack at it, learn some new skills, like, but yeah. Yeah. Well, and then, and, and that's kind of the, you know, if I can loop around back to even before, you know, kind of what I went into earlier, that's been the difficulty for me as I, you know, as I, as I'm taking kind of these steps to kind of look towards the future and what, and what, you know, what the future holds is that I am interested in a lot of different things. <laughs> so, um, so my kind of like complacency is, due to the fact that, oh, I'm, I'm happy. Like I enjoy what I do, um, you know, or, and I enjoy, and, but I also enjoy other things. So like, even as my job changes, um, you know, I enjoy the challenges that come with it and the, and the new things. So it's kind of like, it's easy for me to drift off because like, oh no, I like this and I like this too. And you know, I'm just, I'm just a, a strange person. Um, but anyways, yeah, I think that is a little a little far from kind of where <laughs> uh we were going with this. But but yeah, you know, we wanted to talk about the value of work and the relationship between work and rest, work and recreation. Um work and even entertainment, you know? Uh it, it not how do I say this? The, it, it's just to put entertainment in its proper place, and and we've talked about it before. We've had we've had other episodes where we talk about entertainment in general, um, but I th- I think it's so easy to go on either side of the pendulum, you know, mm-hmm. to just to enshrine entertainment because as a culture here in America, that's what we do. Like entertainment is the end all be all. There are entire industries of entertainment journal, you know, right. Critiquing entertainment is its we own have, industry. We have, vi- <laughs> the, there are people whose professional career path is video game critic. Okay. Let, let's just let that sink in for a minute. Right. Like, yeah, this, yeah, that's, I don't know. Like, I think <laughs> if we, if we were to go back a hundred years and tell people, like, or even just like, so a hundred years ago, they had music. We have music critics, and they had them then yeah. too. Okay, I'm not saying that they, but like, we would say like, no, they're literally people who are like thousands of people who will get paid a lot of money to share their opinion on music. Yeah, like, yeah. Anyway, anyways, like. On- that just yeah. kind of blows my um, mind sometimes. Yeah, totally. And and yeah, not to say that all of that is bad no, no, or no. anything like that. But but that is it can't we can become very myopic, right? When when something like that is the end all be all. When even professionally we're called to, you know, build our own personal brand around a certain form of entertainment. We can easily get lost our identity can get lost in forms of entertainment or critiquing forms of entertainment or something um yeah it just sounds ridiculous even saying it but again not to say that that's not to say that it's all bad um but there's that side where where we are just completely engrossed in entertainment and 
I don't want to get on a soapbox here, so you can talk me down if I go too far with this. I will not. Um, (laughs) But it does lead to um, moral dilemmas, I think, with Christians, where we are so um, in love with our entertainment that we are willing to sin in order to partake in it, okay? Um, There, you know, you talked about pornography earlier. Uh, I'm not going to name any names, but there are certainly lots of forms of entertainment that are very popular nowadays that can be categorized as pornography. And we have a lot of the Christian church that does not recognize that to be wrong. Um, And I, I think that is just telling of how far our culture has enshrined entertainment in general. Um, and again, I say this, I say this because my wife and I came to conviction of, of watching television with nudity in it. Okay. So I recognize not everyone's going to have the same conviction that we have, but the only reason I bring that up is to say that it was difficult for me to make that decision. I look back now and it, that kind of hurts to even recognize Yeah. That it's difficult for me to to not want to um, participate in a form of entertainment that requires someone to um, do something that I hold to be sinful in order for me to partake in that entertainment. Well, I think even too, like we we've sort of talked about sort of the. I think a, a great example is okay. Uh, a lot of people. A, a relevant example for our sort of our 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 topics, our our sort of breadth of expertise, or our little sphere of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Cyberpunk twenty was it twenty seventy seven or whatever is coming out here yeah. next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I will, and I've I've mentioned this before. I will not be buying it, um, uh, unless something no. changes because it heavily features. Um, nudity because mm-hmm. part of the whole transhumanist movement is like you know yeah it, it's weird but okay. it's sort of like like they've, they've talked to the CD Project Red has talked about how like they're just going to like it. The, there's going to be more nudity and I'm just yeah. like I'm not willing to expose and, and, and I know that it's digital but like that right. still feeds something in me that should not be fed. Not by mm-hmm. that. Not by that. I mean, I watched a, a show on right. Amazon. I, I turned a show on on Amazon. I wasn't really paying attention. Um, not that I'm not going to give anybody ideas, but I wasn't paying attention. Turned a show on and uh, I watched I watched the episode to the end and I wasn't really paying attention. And then towards the end of the show, I looked up and there was a thing the mm-hmm. breastuses were hanging out and they did not belong to they belonged to someone that i had no business seeing and yeah and for me that i was like you know I, like i said i wasn't really paying attention and then i was like oh we're done like and it was like sort of like yeah. it was just playing in the background and so and and after the episode finished i said oh, i won't be watching any more of this and it's unfortunate because I was sort of intrigued by the plot and everything else. And like, hey, right. everybody has different convictions there. And I'm not trying, but it's like, I think like, listen, like at the end of the day, like that show or that video game, those things are not so important 
that I should peril, like jeopardize my soul. And I'm not talking about like, you know, sort of losing salvation, but the, mm-hmm. like sin works on us and damages mm-hmm. us even when we're not like actively sort of chasing it down. And I think like, you know, the, the, what's that, the effect where like, um, we're, we're seeing it with a lot of like the, uh, basically normalization of the extremes where it's like you sort oh, of, yeah. you, the, I, mm-hmm. I forget, like they have this thing that it's some sort of window and they talk about like, there's a sort of like, there's a window of human experiences that we consider normative. And what's been happening over the last several years is that window has gotten pushed at and pushed at and pushed at and pushed at. And so things that are way more extreme that like, dude, like 10 years ago, okay, before Caitlyn Jenner got his, that thing, you know, Mm -hmm. before all of that, these things were not even part of the common parlance. And now it's, it's sort of spoken of flippantly and without much thought and it's just like and there's uh, frankly there's not enough time to really like a lot of these topics as far as like sexuality and everything that go on and and again i i know i'm sort of like but we like we are to be governed by god's law and our lives are supposed to look differently Mm -hmm. and so that means like it should not like yes it is hard it is hard. Like, you know, a, a, a series that I think about, honestly, like Mass Effect, um, the original Mass Effect trilogy and, and, and Dragon Age, there was nudity in those. And I won't play them again because when I played them the first time, I wasn't as mindful as I was. Like, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't walking in righteousness the way that I, I, I hate even saying that, but I, I wasn't walking faithfully. And so, like, you know, I pursued some of that stuff. And, uh, like, then I'm thinking, no harm, no foul. And now I'm saying, no, I think I'm done with this forever. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not saying, like, listen, the, the Witcher 3, I know a lot of people are like, it's the greatest video game made in the last couple of years, blah, 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 blah. Unless you mm-hmm. really like Breath of the Wild. Anyways. <laughs> but Witcher 3 comes up a lot. And... I think yeah. there there can be a bit of an overreaction because like the thing is you have to go looking for these this stuff this content that content in that game. Okay. But at the same point, it's like I know it's there and so I'm not going to I'm not even going to walk into those waters. That and the stinking mm. thing is it's just too big. It's too big and I'm just like <laughs> but you know and I, and I just think like it's oh it's okay like we should be okay with saying this is a video game. This is a movie. This is a whatever. I don't need to consume this because right. of the effect. Like, like, or, and, and that is really like, not even talking about like the fact that like, we just consume way more entertainment than we ought to. Like, I mean, like if mm-hmm. you look at like the hours, like I, I think I read somewhere that, um, or maybe I heard somewhere that the average American work week is something like 36 hours. It's like 35 and a half, 36 hours. Like, so okay. people are working less for more money. It's basically, they're saying mm-hmm. like, you know, 10 years ago, we, you worked 45 hours to make, you know, what, what this sort of equivalent. And now people are working 35 hours. So like wealth is we- accumulating quicker. And so we're working less and we're working less and we're working less. And so instead of filling up 
that time with sort of other good works, we fill it up with TV shows or movies. And like, hey, I, yeah. I mean, I'm part of that problem just as much as anybody else. I said, like, yeah. you know, I, I talked about the fact that like, I played Persona 5 for most of the day today on my day off. Like, I mean, well, a most is a strong term, but a significant chunk of my day. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah. So th- th- we need to start establishing better rhythms, better balances, healthier balances, healthier rhythms. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah, patterns. Right. Right. Because- like I said, I do think that there is kind of a pendulum that we we swing on um, with entertainment, where on the one side, because of our culture, we, we just buy into that. Like, we ought to, if the entertainment is there, we ought to be participating in it. It's just kind of assumed, yeah. right? You know, have you seen the latest show, um, regardless of the type of content that's in it, it doesn't matter. Like, everyone's watching it. This is the big thing. You need to see it, you know? Um the other side of that, I think, um, is that uh, I'll, I'll pick on him because I love him. I love John Piper, um, but I do think he can go pretty strong on. I think sometimes the man doesn't they don't own wait. a TV, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, right, right, and and I, you know, I haven't specifically heard him say that you shouldn't own a TV, um, but I have gotten the sense from a lot of his kind of don't waste your life type messages um that he does not look very highly on things like video games which is fine you know i'm i don't i don't mean to get defensive or anything like that but what i mean to say is um that there is a type of healthy rest and if that involves for you video games like you shouldn't feel bad about that <laughs> you know you it's well. Saying? I was just gonna say it's about that. Like I think the 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 key terms are there: healthy rest. Like, mm-hmm. so uh, I, I think we need to sort of like maybe take that term and, and sort of look at that for a what does healthy rest yeah. look like? Like, I, and I guess I would say like, or sort of some of the boundaries. Like, like healthy rest means that you're not sacrificing necessities. Mm-hmm for the the unnecessary so healthy rest is like you don't give up sleep just so you can play a little bit more video games like if you know you got to get up at a certain point in time you don't stay up past that past the point like you should be getting seven to ten hours or whatever the seven to eight hours i said seven to ten mm-hmm. seven to eight hours a night <laughs> so like and, and i'm not saying like you know some people work on less uh some people need more but so if you're cutting into your sleep time, um, and I'm talking like if you 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 have a sort of a a healthy sleep cycle, like if you're cutting in that to play video games, that's not healthy. Yeah, like if uh, you're playing video games to the point where it's like you should be doing other things, like I don't know, going to work or <laughs> eating or so like the, the like. Like that, when we talk about healthy rest, we're saying like, listen, like the best way to enjoy this, and this is a drum we beat often. So Mm -hmm. I I think it's just, anyways, I didn't didn't, like healthy rest. Health. What does healthy rest look like to you, Josh? Yeah, uh, it's something. 
Oh man, I haven't thought about <laughs> I haven't thought about giving it a specific definition. Um, but I think definitely, you know, what we what we talked about is is putting it in its proper place. So yeah, making sure that it like yes, it is a priority, but making sure that it is in its proper place in your your list of priorities, and um, that may mean cutting other things out. Uh, like if you find uh, that you are unable, like you have too much on your plate to actually participate in any type of rest, um, then frankly, you're doing too much. Yeah. And you need to take a look at what you're doing and cut stuff um, because you were not made to, to you know, work 24-7, even if work looks, even if it's in different avenues, you know, like I'm going to school as well as working. Um, you know, if if I don't have any time to rest, and I'm not, I don't mean rest as just playing video games, um, but if I don't have any margin, if I don't have any downtime, if I don't have the ability to stop what I'm doing in order to help out a friend in need, um, in order to like be there for someone who is going through something really difficult in their life, um, then that's not healthy for me. And it's not um, like that limits my own personal ministry. You know, yeah. that limits what the, the purpose of what I'm actually called to do um, on top of other things. So like, ah, man, I, I feel like I feel like I'm going around it. I don't feel like I'm hitting the target of like, what is rest? I feel well, like these are the boundaries of it. <laughs> I think sort of. OK, so. And this is this is something that it, it's there aren't like a, a whole lot of hard and fast things here. But mm-hmm. we do need to sort of, and, and again, we've sort of talked about this before. This isn't the first time we've sort of covered this. Um, it's just sort of, we're dragging it back out. We're sort of taking a look at it and saying like, okay, maybe we've changed our positions or we've grown a little bit or we fleshed some stuff out. But like the reality is um, that God established a six day work week mm-hmm. and a Sabbath. Okay. Outside of that, like we don't like, and I'm not even talking about like Sabbath observance. I'm talking about just like, so he's already built in the, okay, you need to be working the bulk of your time. Yeah. And then the rest is not as frequent. <laughs> like I'm just talking about like the prescriptive model, the six in one model. Okay. So we have mm-hmm. in, in the States, we have the two day weekend. We have Saturday and Sunday. Um, yeah. So I'm not saying that I, I think the five and two schedule is fine. Um, as long, mm-hmm. you, you, you know, some of it is you just have to figure it out. Like, but I think there are important questions to be asking. Like, like, I think the question, do I have time in my life to help other people? Do I have time in my life for my family? And if you don't, then you need to start cutting things out, period. Um, mm-hmm. and, and some of that might be, you need to cut out video games or watching TV or because like there are other things that are better. Um, Mm -hmm. And this, this hobby only remains really good and useful when it is put in its right place, when it becomes Mm -hmm. like, 
when it becomes more than it ought to, that's when it becomes problematic. And it actually doesn't, it actually does the opposite of what it's supposed to. You know what I think about a lot of times? Uh, I think about the guys who buy every new game, right? And I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to throw shade here. Like, you know, some people, it's like, listen, there's a part of me that if I had enough money, I'd buy all the things. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I probably would. I you know, hopefully, even as I'm saying that, I'm like, well, hopefully, I would be putting that money <laughs> towards other better things, yeah. other things but. first, um, and then if, you know, if you have, but I, I just so the, we are made to work, and then you know, I, I think like relationships just. And again, sort of like there's a priority there that you have to sort of figure out. For us, we've we've talked about it. You know, we we talked about it earlier on. Like there's that priority, there that hierarchy of relationships, and those things need to take precedence. Like I would say that anytime video games or rest or leisure comes before any of those things, it needs put in the back seat. Yeah, mm-hmm. ASAP. Like yesterday. Um so you know and and i and again i probably said this multiple times i think a lot of people are very content to work as little as possible and then to just sort of loaf around and play a bunch of games or you know sort of pursue their hobbies or whatever and i'm saying like the one thing i think the gig culture like the gig economy is kind of spooky and i don't think Mm -hmm. it's going to last i i don't but the one thing I do appreciate about it is it like it gives people opportunities to hustle a little bit and to to sort of like mm-hmm. put a little bit more. And so like I I don't think long term that it, it it's really going to work out. Like we're going to have to yeah. find a different paradigm or a different model that might incorporate some of this. Um, but that's neither here nor there. But like, listen, if all you're doing is like gigging around. Um, you need something different. You need something better. Um, you need something steady. Uh, I, I'm a firm believer that people need to put down roots. So you need to be in a community, in a community of, uh, especially as a believer, you need to be in a church and you need to be, be there often, if not every week, um, more weeks than not. Um, you, you know, like if you're sick, obviously don't go, but. Yeah. yeah don't don't get yeah. everybody else sick yeah. you know it's okay you know uh but because i i think like the big one of the big things that i've just really been wrestling with is like man like i did the no single player november thing and i hardly played anything mm-hmm. at all and when i did it was good and I think it, yeah. uh, just the, the contrast, maybe the Lord was sort of like saying like, Hey, I know you're going to be talking about this stupid. Um, and I'm not trying, <laughs> I'm not trying to be flippant, not trying to sort of like make like that, but you know, I think he, you know, he's saying, Hey Nate, I know you're going to be talking about this. So uh, you're, you're going to do exactly what you shouldn't. And I, I even think like, I enjoyed my time playing mm-hmm. persona, but like, I even think about that and I'm like, man, like, it was it was just too much. I probably should have like done more and been more productive. And I guess like the the mm. big thing here is like that 
hobby, that game is only going to be useful to me in as much as it recharges me. And and I think in a lot of ways, when you do like the the hours long gaming sessions and or just been like the, just the binge culture in Netflix and stuff like like. There's so much, like, the, the problem is there are so many things wrong with the way that we consume entertainment. Like, that whole yeah. binge culture is poisonous and toxic. Like, because, like, the thing mm. is, entertainment, like, and leisure, like, I'm, 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 it's, it's meant to be consumed in smaller bites. It's, it, like, for it to be healthy. Like, okay, think of it this way. Work is, like, salads and greens and good proteins and it's hearty bread and it's home cooked meals and it's good for you Mm -hmm. entertainment is like dessert it's like ice cream and what what i've seen what what we see in our own lives and uh, well what i see in my own life and i think josh maybe could echo this is that a lot of times what we're doing with our time is we're we're eating a bunch of cake. We're we're mm-hmm. we're downing cartons of ice cream, and then we're wondering why our souls are rotting. And I'm not saying like, oh, video games are yeah. bad, or but it's like we have sort of flipped things around. And so the, the, there's just like, you know, if I I think honestly, like for me, even thinking about the way that I spend my time and and the way that I watch TV, like if I just sort of realize this is ice cream. How much ice cream have I eaten today? Yeah. Like just, you know, like sort of like, I don't know. To me, just right now, I'm like, that might be a helpful analogy for me. Like how much ice cream have I eaten today? Like, are there some days where it's just kind of fun to just eat a whole bunch of ice cream? Yes, I've done it. It's fantastic. But those days need to be (laughs) far fewer than, than, than I think we, we actually, like, you know, a lot of people want to eat ice cream. You know, you wouldn't eat ice cream in real life for a meal every day of the week and then wonder why you don't like, you know, if you, if you do that and you have diabetes, it's like, you don't get to ask the dumb question like, well, why do I have diabetes? Because you ate ice cream every day, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. a gallon of ice cream every day. You know, I'm just sort of like, that's like, sort of like, this is sort of like, that's sort of honestly the, the problem, like the, the, the situation is that. Anyways. No, yeah, it's it's actually hilarious that you use that analogy because I was thinking of the, the a food analogy when you were talking about, you know, the the proportions or the portions, not proportions, the yeah, portions. It's of, it's a proportion of, of, of rest like things in proportion. <laughs> of portion. Um yeah, and uh and to push the analogy a little bit more, if you're eating ice cream every day, um, you're going to get out of taste for salads. Mm-hmm. Salads are going to taste horrible. And the ice cream's not going to be as good yep. because you're constantly eating it. Um, and the, and th- that I think the flip side of that is what we want to encourage. Instead of looking at this negatively, like I want to be an encouragement that you will actually enjoy your times of rest more if it is um, if you're using it the way that God has said to use it. Um, and in this case, we're just talking about the portions of which um, God has has given these to us in. You know, the, the idea of, of work being the main, um, the, the main, 
I mean, it, it takes up the most of your time in your life. You are going to work. You ought to work hard. Scripture talks about, you know, work is unto the Lord. Um, so you ought to. And like we started off saying is that you earn your rest. You work hard mm. and your rest is, is that much better. Um, because after you've, after you've eaten salads all week long and you get to the weekend and you get a piece of cheesecake, oh, that cheesecake is going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I, I just encourage you, look, God knows what he's doing. <laughs> you know, like th- this was not, uh, God is not trying to take, uh, uh, pleasurable things away from us you know he's not just trying to see how mean he can be by taking away the things that we want to do the most no he gives us these things to enjoy in their proper place and so we ought to be mindful of what their place is and we ought to to seek out what's best for i mean selfishly that's what's best for us is not making not taking these good things and making idols but, out of I them. mean isn't that in a lot of ways that does demonstrates the goodness of God and his generosity and yeah. his graciousness because it's like listen like I love you enough I'm going to build in these healthy systems you know mm-hmm. and I'm like and, and you know I, I I just keep like I I got stuck on the food thing it, it just really kind of like yeah. it's just stuck in my head now but yeah it's like Dude, like exactly, like, um, how much better is like that little bit of ice cream at the perfect moment than like eating the whole pint of Ben and Jerry's or whatever? You know, it's like when you mm-hmm. ha- just have like those like those couple of bites to like accent the y- y- you know yeah yeah oh totally, totally. oh man no no I got no I got a hankering for ice cream <laughs> <laughs> no I'm hungry. no I'm hungry yeah. Exactly. But no, I mean like yeah. th- these things like th- this order and just just like in um because this is more about like mental health and psychological health and spiritual health in a lot of ways. I think in a lot of like you and I sort of talk about uh, you know prior to this about just sort of like evangelicalism and how it's sort of like mm-hmm. the the mainline evangelical churches have sort of loosed their moorings and it's be- and anyways, I'm not going to go down this road too far, but what I'm going to say yeah. is I think a lot of the problem is just like culturally we've become, we we've allowed ourselves to become conformed there and we're suffering. We, we are basically going through spiritual diabetes and mm-hmm. emotional diabetes. And I, I I just use diabetes. I use the word diabetes unironically. I used it. Oh my goodness. Just someone take me out back and shoot me. All right, Wilford. Wilford. I'm Wilford Brimley and I got diabetes. I ate a piece of candy and I got the diabetes. That's how you should have started the episode. I got the diabetes. You could edit that in. I didn't pay attention to my backlogs, and I got the diabetes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. No, but I, I think like you know, and, and in a lot of ways, there there are probably some coherent thoughts in here somewhere. But I I want to just sort of end with questions, like 
like mm-hmm. I think what I want is I want just like I want to give people the right questions to ask so that they can properly properly diagnose their own lives in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so like one of these is like you know maybe someday we'll revisit this again and we'll be better. Um <laughs> but and more polished and refined and and that we'll be we'll be sipping our our fancy boy, you know, bourbons or fancy boy beers and and mm. talking like this. Yeah. I say <laughs> Joshua. Um anyways, but the point we're getting at is that um don't be afraid to sort of put your life under the microscope a little bit and say, Am I working yeah. hard? Am I working unto the Lord? Am I putting every like am I leaving everything out on the field? I'm not saying that you're going to do that perfectly. None of us do. Um, but am I leaving everything out of it? Am I earning my rest? And when I am resting, am I resting well in a way that sort of provides? And so, and again, part of this podcast is like, um, as you know, we, we, we sort of put video games under the microscope because that's sort of one of our chief hobbies. And it's like, hmm. are we, you know, when we are playing video games, are we playing video games in a way that refreshes us and recharges us? And are, are we sort of like eating the whole carton of ice cream? And I just, and that, and that's sort of where it's like, listen, treat it, treat it like, treat it like you would ice cream. (laughs) Yeah. I just keep coming back to that. Like (laughs) it's like, this is a, it's a good thing. It's a sweet thing. Um, and in its right place, it can definitely be something enjoyable and satisfying. And in its wrong place, it's terrible and it actually kills your appetite. It, it sort of dulls the senses and, yeah. and, and, and kills your heart in some ways. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, I don't know. No, it's good. It's good. I like it. Well, I I just, I I just like I said, I want to encourage people to this. I th- I think it's just good for us to sort of like drag these things out and say, hey, like like let's ask some diagnostic questions. So yeah, y- you know, like yeah, put put your put your life under the microscope. I mean, like you know, I I dragged out mine, and Josh drags out his, and we let you sort of take a look at sort of our goofball stuff and right. And, and we we're doing that not in a way to say like, Oh, we've got it all figured out because I think, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. If you've listened to us thus far, um, yeah, so far it's, uh, yeah. But anyways, 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 I just, yeah, I, I just, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Josh. I've already talked. A I, I no. I was just gonna. I was just gonna uh, step in and say that, like, if you look at your time and you say no, like, I think I'm doing good. Like, cool. We're not trying to, you know. Uh, the, these are just some of the things that we've seen, uh, kind of at the in the culture at large. Um, if you do, you know, obviously, and we've said this before. Um, you also, this is something that we think you ought to be in, 
you ought to be in community in general, just in your life. You shouldn't be a hermit. Um, and but like if you're married, talk to your spouse. You know, just get their uh, get their perspective as well of how you interact with any form of entertainment. But you know, we're talking about video games here. Um, and talk to your friends. You know, how do they do they see that this is taking up too much of your time? Something like that. And if if they don't like that's that's fine. We're not trying to make you feel guilty when you shouldn't. But we also want to you know, just call you to, um, just to some self-reflection and because we want this to be the best that it can be. Right. You know, we talk about, um, we talk about breaking down the benefits of our hobby and yeah, because we do think our hobby is beneficial. We do think video games are beneficial. Um, so keep it in its proper place and it will be. Yeah, I I guess sort of like, you know, the purpose of rest is to re- refresh the heart, to refresh the spirit, yeah. right? And so if we are using video games as a means of sort of stepping into a little bit of rest, then again, like you're not going to like and again, like it it I just keep th- this food analogy thing really has its hooks <laughs> in me. Here we but, go. You know, you're actually like just like it would damage your body to to take you know to the again the ice cream I, I i keep saying again but the the ice cream analogy you eat a gallon of ice cream a day it's going to ruin your body like yeah. your organs are going to probably not work the way they should you're going to pack on weight your body's going to just go bonkers your pancreas is going to have a field day probably might stop working that's that's how you get the diabetes and so this the the parallel here is you know if if you're sort of looking at this as a spiritual sort of ice cream or a a psychological ice cream it only works best in managed doses other like and and when yeah. it is taken outside of uh, in in excess it will actually cause spiritual and emotional and psychological rot it'll rot you know your 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 heart it'll rot your your psyche and it it will damage you and uh you know it's a lot it's a lot easier to talk about like and again, like somebody's eating a gallon of ice cream a day, you can see the effects. Um, whereas a lot of the the spiritual and psychological effects, are, they're a lot harder to sort of like diagnose, and they're a lot harder to sort of see. And so, yeah, be in conversation with people and uh, about this stuff. Uh, I mean, my my. My hope is that, like, you know, I've talked about it. Like, if if Megan and I ever have children, I want to teach my kids to play video games and enjoy them well. Like, I want to teach that to, like, one of the the nieces, one of the moments I had with my nieces and nephews uh, over Thanksgiving weekend. I I sat down with them. I pulled them aside, and it was after I sort of got grumpy for a second and said, "If you keep doing it, I'm gonna put it away." And yeah, I probably sounded very much like that but i said like listen i like video games i like video games a lot you guys 
I said, and I'm glad that you like them. And I'm glad to be able to share these things with you. I said, but we also need to enjoy these things in the right way. And th- that means they come after family. That means they come after people. You, you know, and it's like, even in that moment. So this is not just like me getting on the mics and being like, oh, grumpy Nate. This is saying like, no, I. this is a way that Josh and I are trying to sort of express our care for the people who listen to this, this show. Like, put this thing in the right place. You know, take care, take yeah. care of yourself. You know, and if you're doing that, then kudos. Good on you. I give you a gold star or a cigar or... <laughs> yeah something so, but yeah you know like hey don't be afraid to sort of like put this stuff under the microscope and kick around at it totally uh, well speaking of kicking around things um, I think we have, have kicked this around quite enough for one evening I would agree or morning I guess if you want to go that far yeah. Um. so if I mean, there were tons of different rabbit trails that we saw that we didn't. I mean, crazy, right? The amount of time that we spent talking about this. Um, but there, there are definitely tons of other places that we could have gone that I felt the pull um, and and tried to to, to stay on course. Um, but if there are any of those things that you know popped into your mind, if you have any questions or, or comments about this issue or you know anything that we've talked about, there are tons of ways that you can get in contact with us. Um, you can email us at the backlog breakdown at gmail.com. We have the hashtag backlog book club on Facebook, and we also have our Discord server that um, the link for that will be in the description. Um, we're also on Twitter. At, our handle is at bbdowncast, where we are running, well, both Twitter and Facebook, we are running a giveaway that only goes for about another week. So um, I think you should send us your top 10 games of all time, you'll be entered to win $25 at any storefront that you choose. So you can buy yourself some more video games or something, you know, because why not? Uh, <laughs> so check out social media, uh, you know, Twitter or Facebook for those, um, for those initial posts that we'll want you to share and then send us your top 10 games. That'd be fun. I, I think if, if anything, people should take away, like we like video games so much that we are willing to give people money to go and buy video games. It's true. Like, we just want you to be smarter. And, well, well, some of you are probably way smarter than I am. So, you, you know what I'm saying. It's, it's late. I'm tired. <laughs> Basically, we're talking to ourselves. We want, we want each other to be smarter. And, you know, y'all are here listening. So, you should be smarter too, even if you already are. Yes. What well, I think that made sense. This is this is Maybe. how good my brain Possibly. isn't working. But hey, yeah. um so we've done all the the social media stuffs and uh or the anti-social medias as I like to call them sometimes. Um <laughs> except for do we, do we our our personals, your broccoli your true. your broccolope and mm-hmm. I am Nate underscore McKeever. Thanks for hanging out with us, folks. And until next time, Josh, what should they do? You guys keep beating down your backlogs and we'll keep breaking down the benefits. That sounds good. Good night. Good night. Or good morning. Get some rest. 
I didn't pay attention to my backlogs, and I got the diabetes.